up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9, the game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I'll ride with the Wolves. I'll run with the wolves. I'll run with the wolves. And Eric Fry. Why are all the fingers getting pointed at me? It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the starting lineup here on a 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. What's happening out there on this Thursday, throwback Thursday, 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 whatever you want this Thursday to be. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you and celebrating with you here on Thursday, May 18th, 2023. And we got a good show lined up for you as always. Coming up, we got to update you on everything that's happening in local sports, baseball, and a softball postseason and uh, tell you about the scores yesterday had a couple upsets and uh, we'll also get the uh, table set up for uh, today's action as well we'll head up on uh, the NBA playoffs from uh, last night as a uh, game uh, number one went to the uh, Miami Heat uh-huh. there in uh, Boston so we'll hit up on that uh, we'll talk about uh, a golf major going on right oh, now about that. the uh, PGA Championship that's right it's teed off it was delayed an uh, hour or hour and a half due to frost. Mm. So. Totally forgot about it because there's no one important in it. What do you mean there's no one important? There's like Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, all the major players really, besides Tiger. Brooks isn't there, is he? Yeah, he is. I thought he's with Liv. Well, he's Liv, but he can come with the majors. Not the PGA Championship. He's playing right now, buddy. Oh, PGA. You should be stopping this. This is your championship, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the U.S. Open. It's not it's the major. Masters. It's a major, though. Yeah, but I thought they said they were going to deny Liv from being in their tournament. It's mm-hmm. their tournament. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the end of the year. Yeah, I think it was at the uh, end of the year. The tour championship uh, is probably what you're uh, thinking of, how they decide dumb. the uh, FedEx Cup. Yeah, because there's Varner. He's, he's Liv. Yeah, there's oh, a few of them in there. That's so annoying. <laughs> but it was a little late start due to that uh, frost and uh, maybe some low scores here this morning due to uh, the no wind and soft 
uh, greens there. And uh, so we'll hit up on that. We'll hit up on the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs as well as uh, game number one. Uh, finally, it seems like it's been uh, forever since uh, game seven with the Stars and Kraken, but finally going to get started with the Eastern Conference Finals uh, tonight. So uh, we'll take a quick peek at that as well. And we got some things to uh, take care of as we usually do NASCAR pick them on a Friday, but we are taking care of that today Mm -hmm. and we'll do that a little bit later in the podcast and of course find that podcast wherever you find your favorite pods itunes spotify the website famradio.com and all those wonderful platforms over there and whatever don't get to here in the treasure show we get to there in the podcast in some sort of fashion so uh that is a look at what's up to come again the programming uh, note that we won't have a, a terrestrial show uh tomorrow still might do a, a pod mm-hmm. but uh no terrestrial show tomorrow on your friday and a programming note that no days off for the uh, cardinals as uh, st louis cardinal baseball 550 once again but we got a new team in here to uh, St. Louis. It's the Los Angeles Dodgers coming to town this evening for a three, four game set. It's a four game set with yep. uh, LA coming up, and then it's on the road again for the uh, Cardinals. But 5.50 start time tonight here on 98.9. So uh, we need to get this thing started, and uh, let's get it rolling, and let's get it rolling with first things first. Before we get into the show, First things first. And speaking of the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, that's where we are starting uh, today in a Major League uh, Baseball. As uh, last night, another series uh, goes the way of the uh, St. Louis Cardinals as uh, they uh, pitch a uh, shutout last night over Milwaukee. And it was 3 to uh, nothing. No home run for Nolan Arenado, but uh, he did pick up uh, an RBI, and that was his 1,000th uh, mm-hmm. RBI in his career. But uh, no home run. It was close, but no cigar there for Mr. Uh, Arenado. But uh, that's okay because other people showed up as well. Paul DeYoung yeah. having a home run last night are to you, a center field. So. Are you done making fun of this guy? Yeah. Are you done bad-mouthing yes, him? I'll, I'll say it again. I'm sorry, Paul DeYoung, for every bad thing that I ever well, said Well, maybe that him. motivated him. Maybe he's like, that <laughs> Travis Sparks guy. Maybe. You know what? Prove yeah. him wrong. Yeah, using uh, the picture that I took with him on Facebook for clout and uh, uh, bad-mouthing him. But uh, I'm sorry, Paul DeYoung. Uh, you're, you're definitely redeeming uh, yourself and uh, Matthew Libertor, of course, uh, got the uh, start. Mm-hmm. What I've been uh, clamoring for for a while, and he pitched uh, really good last night. And he did go five innings, just five innings, but yep. he only gave up three hits, but no runs. He did have some traffic on the base pass mm-hmm. with three walks, but uh, that's okay. They got out of it, and yep. he had six strikeouts as well. So, uh, and he ended up getting the win as the Cardinals got out of, out of that jam uh, with those two people on base there and uh, Pilate got out of it there and um, Libertor pitches a shutout uh, five innings. Yeah, like you said, I, I wouldn't say great. I would say pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think you want to see that walks number down a little bit. Three walks is is a lot over five innings. That's almost one an inning. 
That's a lot of free guys you're letting on the bases. Um, but other than that, I thought he pitched very good. And now the pressure is on Steven Matz and the rest of this Cardinals rotation. Because here's a guy who looks like he is ready to be an MLB starter mm-hmm. full time. And yeah. you cannot go through the season if you're the Cardinals. I'm just saying this with six starters. That's yeah. not going to last forever. Yeah, the formula probably can't last forever. No. Uh, How many World Series team, Travis, have you, do you know have a six-man rotation? I don't know. Yeah, sure not a lot of them. I'm sure there's a few, but maybe they're few and far between. Yeah. Uh, there, so uh, Libertor pitched uh, just fine with a lefty, uh, the lefty uh, over a left heavy lineup mm-hmm. uh, that also uh, helped him as well. Uh, Corbin Burns on uh, the other side, you know, he did go six innings, but he did give up those three runs and eight hits. He did have seven strikeouts, but uh, it was nice to see that all the runs came off Corbin Burns uh, there last night for St. Louis. Yep. Including that six-inning home run that Paul DeYoung hit off of him to uh, center field there. Mm-hmm. And that was Paul D's fifth home run of uh, the uh, season. Uh, Gallegos had a little... Uh, um, scare. Yeah, it was a little scare. And it was a little traffic on the base pass, but he got out of it. And uh, Ryan Helsley had to go a four-out save to mm-hmm. uh, convert and converted to get the uh, save and get the win, preserve the win for the uh, Cardinals. And this is now the third straight series St. Louis has won. Took two or three against Chicago, well-documented. We swept the Red Sox, well-documented, and now taking two out of three over a division foe in the Milwaukee Brewers. And as I mentioned on the close of the uh, broadcast, as we keep mentioning over and over over the past month and a half in the season, we won't see the Milwaukee Brewers again until September. So ridiculous. Wow. So ridiculous. That is insane. That we don't see a a division rival and two teams that were predicted to be yeah. at the top of the central they don't meet again until september well, like i said you know with chicago you yeah. face them like in 10 days i think we play the cubs and cardinals eight times in 10 days and then at the end of july you're done mm-hmm. not gonna see each other again the final two months uh, that's insane. baseball has to fix this schedule <laughs> there's no that's, reason uh, that you should be going this long without a divisional matchup mm-hmm. i know that's uh it's crazy but uh, hey, the Cardinals, that's what we have uh, in uh, Milwaukee. Uh, let's see, where are they at? They are traveling to a Tampa for their series tomorrow, starting that. And like I mentioned there with the broadcast tonight, it's the Cardinals-Dodgers. It's Julio Urias going tonight for L.A. against Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright was scheduled to start last night, but they pushed it back a day to today. So uh, that's Urias against Wainwright tonight. You have seven games with the Brewers in September. Mm. So the 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st, 26th, 27th, and 28th. So it's a long time till we play them. And then you're going to see them a lot. Them, we'll see them a lot. Why can't they just split it up and have it be once a month? Yeah. Right? right. Like, split that up. Yeah. <sighs> Series in July or something. Right. Right. Because you, you played them in April. You had three games in April. You had three games in May. Do one, you know, one in June, one in August, one in September. Call it good. Yeah, but nope, 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 <laughs> nope. Not to be uh, but midweek two game series. So it was a pretty successful, and the Cardinals have uh, an odd back to back 
off days mm-hmm. like coming up here uh, soon as well. I want to say like it's in the middle of the week, like a Wednesday and Thursday yeah. as well. So uh, due to some of the scheduling with the London series, uh, I guess, but right. still it's a little weird to have a Wednesday and Thursday off in the off. middle of the season. Mm-hmm. But uh, So we'll have to see what going forward and we'll have to see about tonight's game. Your race is going to be, uh, pretty tough yes. there on the mound. And then uh, Friday is Tony Goslin against uh, Stephen Matz. Oh my guy, Stephen Matz yeah. on Friday. Miles Michaelis knows Syndergaard going on Saturday. So it's a decent, pretty good pitching matchups all over the place here mm-hmm. uh, this weekend with the series against the Dodgers. And uh, also uh, last night, uh, speaking of the uh, Cubbies, they fell again. Seven to six. What happened there in the ninth inning? Four runs given up in the ninth inning as the Astros come back and sweep the Cubs. Seven to six last night. Travis, what a difference a week makes. <laughs> it really is. One week ago, at the start of last week, we were talking about Cubs Cardinals getting ready for it. First time this season, Cubs were on the upswing. Cardinals changing catchers, didn't know what they were doing. And a week later, we are now a half a game in front of you. Yeah. We have lost, I think, five in a row. Mm hmm. And like you said, four runs in the ninth. Oof. That was. Brutal. You should not go into the ninth inning up six to three and lose. That was brutal. That's awful. It's mm-hmm. awful. But as I will say, and I have, I, I've said it to people I've talked to, this is the Cubs team I expected. Sure. The first month was not what I expected entering this year. It was a pleasant surprise. This is what the Cubs team I expected. They didn't do a whole lot over the offseason to help their bullpen. They got Brad Boxberger, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. They didn't do a whole lot to help that bullpen. And that bullpen wasn't great to start with. With yesterday, Travis, we're now 25th in the league in bullpen ERA. Ooh. Not good. <laughs> no. So, and minus Justin Steele, your starting pitching hasn't looked good either. Stroman will have right. a game or two where he looks decent, but mm. nothing consistent. Um, so this Cubs team, especially when you factor in Cody Bellinger being out, and, yeah. and he's been, uh, you know, I think the MVP of the Cubs early on because you weren't expecting a whole lot out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Patrick Wisdom has had his power surge this year. He's already got 12 homers. Um, but the problem is, Travis, you look at it, Wisdom has 12 homers, 23 RBIs. That mm-hmm. means half of his RBIs have come from solo home runs, yeah, like say, if you figure it out that way. Yeah, say, that's, that's not a high RBI no, total. That means that there's no runs. one in front of him who's getting on base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a problem. It so is. this Cubs team uh, is trending in all the wrong directions. And, again, this is what I thought entering this season. This is what this Cubs team was going to be. The first you know, month or two was a pleasant surprise, but not something that I, I didn't think we could maintain. Yeah, so like you said, fifth game in a row dropped mm-hmm. by the uh, Cubs, and now they're 19-24 and 24 on uh, the season. And it doesn't get any easier as it's against the Philadelphia series. You'll take the day off and you'll travel to a Philly yep. for a weekend series with the Phillies. Marcus Stroman going tomorrow against Ranger Suarez for Philadelphia. And Aaron Nola on Saturday. James Tyon going for yeah. the Cubbies. Yeah. So. Tyon, 24 innings Nola. pitched with a 6.66 ERA. Yeah, that uh, – 
free agent signing. Not looking good. Didn't really work out. Uh, Justin Steele is going for you on Sunday. Hopefully he can rebound after his first loss of the season. ESPN, ESPN is undecided on who Philadelphia is going to be going. Well, maybe we can week. win that one. Maybe it'll stay undecided. <laughs> maybe they just won't throw a pitcher out there. We'll do yeah, T-ball. Maybe. Could be a bullpen game. Yeah, could Never be. Know. <laughs> so, uh, going in opposite directions there for the uh, Cubs and mm-hmm. the Cardinals now. And uh, we'll uh, check in on the uh, uh, rest of the uh, major leagues. We'll try to squeeze some more in to maybe the show, maybe the pod. We'll see uh, what happens. But we'll definitely be talking more uh, MLB from what happened last night. Mm-hmm. Only a few select games uh, coming up tonight. A lot of teams are off Yep. this evening so yep. well, we'll take a look at that a little bit later on but right now we gotta step away and we'll be uh, back with uh, some local baseball and uh, local softball postseason scores from yesterday and take a look at the uh, schedule upcoming for today up next here on the star lineup from the 98.9 the game studios the starting lineup we'll be right back <laughs> This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis of the Effingham Police Department with another safety tip for online use for your family. While online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You've worked hard. Congratulations. We want to make sure the senior class of 2023 gets their shout-outs from family and friends. Whether you're a senior in college or in high school, you're preparing to walk across the stage to graduate. And for that, you deserve some recognition. Help us congratulate our 2023 graduating seniors. Go to FEMRadio.com to submit your proud graduate. Brought to you by Shore Murphy and Associates, Murris Heating and Air, Clay County Hospital, Medicine Shop of Newton, Paler Pharmacy in Dietrich, John Boost Factory, Showman Outlet, Evapco Midwest, Riverside Dental, People State Bank, Midwest Tractor Sales, Cash Equipment, Leisure Times, Berkey's and Newton, Norris Electric, Casey State Bank, Berkey's of Casey, and Matt Radel, Financial Advisor with Prudential. To nominate your 2023 graduate, just go to FEMRadio.com and email us with a graduate's name, where they're graduating from, as well as a message of congratulations and a photo of the graduate. Congratulations, Class of 2023. They are our cuddlers and co-workers, purr machines and love bugs, and constant companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life so much better. When we face unexpected challenges in life, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people who love their pets and the pets who love their people, ensuring these families stay exactly where they belong, together. And you have something to offer. With an open heart and mind, there is nothing you can't do. There's no gesture too small or too big when it comes to helping. 
Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. You can help keep pets and people together. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. And now, Eric Price, Sports Center update. The Colts reportedly believe they could get wide receiver Paris Campbell back from injury before season's end. Campbell underwent foot surgery after catching a touchdown in the Week 6 win over the Titan, te- 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 Texans and has been working to return since. The starting lineup. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, and that's Eric Fry stumbling and bumbling through the you Sports know, Center read. What they, they need to get uh, similar teams that have the same name out of the same division. Titans, Titans, Texans? and Texans. Hmm. Both start with T's. Get them out of there. On ninety-eight nine, the game. Party people in a place to be. Now put your hands in the air with me. Now come on, now come on. Welcome back in uh, to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you. And uh, let's head up on uh, some local baseball and uh, softball scores from yesterday. We'll start off in high school baseball. A couple of regular season matchups there in the Apollo. And only is a part of 3A as well as their postseason will begin next week. Uh, but Charleston, they handed only a 13-2-3 loss there. And it was normal community over Mattoon. Four to one. Here we go in a postseason play from yesterday in the Class 1A Tuscola Regional. It was the uh, number one overall seed there. Wins is two straws. They took care of business. They got the win over the uh, 10 seed at Tuscola, 10 to uh, nothing. And this was a, a five inning affair thanks to four runs in the uh, very first inning for the Hatchets. And then they added six more there in the uh, fourth. And uh, Tuscola was able to. Uh, uh, scratch across four hits in total. And this one, uh, Gurgle, he got the wa- uh, win on the mound. He uh, allowed those three hits over four innings of work. And uh, he also had uh, six strikeouts on the day as well. And he had uh, two RBIs here for Weatherall to pace the attack for the Hatchets. Jordan Whitberg also drove in a couple runs. Morris had two RBIs. Uh, but Manhart led all batters with three RBIs on the day for Wednesday's two straws. And Cheney also added uh, another run driven in there for the Hatchets as they advance to the regional championship there. And who will they meet? Well, it's the Purple Riders. It's Arcola. They are the fourth seed, and they took down the sixth seed to make it a Meridian by the final of 3-1. to one. So it'll be Windsor against Arcola for the regional title there in Tuscola coming Ske- up. Scheduled for Saturday at 11 a.m. Yeah, so Saturday. We were close to Arcola War, but Windsor Shoestraws did exactly what they needed to do. Travis came out and put up four runs in that first oh, yeah. inning because it wasn't Tuscola. Took the crowd out of it. Tuscola being the 10 seed, kind of – you know, probably using that crowd's momentum to get the win over Tri-County last time. They wanted to keep that crowd into it, and the fact that Windsor came out and put up four runs immediately just kind of sapped the energy from it. Right, yeah, definitely, and they cruised to the win there in the uh, South 
Central Regional, we had the uh, three seed uh, South Central. They took down uh, the uh, six seed uh, Red Hill, six to uh, nothing. So uh, South Central taking care of business on uh, their home turf there. As uh, Banera, he had a, a great day on the mound. He uh, got the win for the Cougars. He went uh, five innings. He only allowed one run. Had uh, three walks and uh, six strikeouts uh, there. Uh, Dotson came in to clean things up in the uh, final two innings there. Um, South Central, they picked up one run in the uh, first. They picked up three in uh, the uh, second, and that was really uh, all they needed. But uh, they did pick up some more runs in the fifth and uh, sixth inning. And only one hit for Red Hill in the uh, game. Uh, Benera also had a good day at the plate as well. He drove in two runs as well. And uh, Montez had an RBI, and so did Watwood there. So South Central, they advanced to the uh, regional championship, and uh, they're facing a team that they probably weren't expecting uh, to uh, face. They were expecting a possible uh, rematch with uh, North Clay, mm -hmm. but not to be. Dietrich had other plans as they pulled off the upset. The uh, reigning defending uh, state champions in 1A in North Clay, they uh, fell to uh, Dietrich. So great win there for the Maroons there in uh, Fryna yesterday as the 8th seed Maroons upset the 2 seed North Clay by the final of 4 to uh, 3 here as it was a comeback even as uh, North Clay they picked up a two in the bottom of the first, and he thought, oh, it'll just be uh, another day for the Cardinals. But Dietrich picked up a run in the third, and then a three in the uh, fourth. North Clay did pick up a run in the fifth, but uh, that was all she wrote there for the uh, Cardinals. Uh, Niebuhr, he got the win on the mound for the Maroons. He went six innings, giving up four hits, only one earned run. Three walks and a three strikeouts. A Dill came in and he struck out the side in his inning of work there to save things there for the Maroons. Uh, Zimdar's on the other side for North Clay. He picked up the loss. He went four and a third innings, uh, giving up four runs, but none of them were earned and two strikeouts as well. As uh, Nibri also pitched good, he hit good as well as he drove in. Uh, two runs for the Maroons as they pull off the upset there yesterday over North Clay, taking down the state champs, and it's Dietrich South Central for the regional championship on Saturday. Yeah, good win by Dietrich, definitely uh, getting the, the upset there and, and holding on in a close game. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's uh, congratulations. They'll be taking on, like you said, South Central Saturday at 11 a.m. Any given day, yep. a team can get upset. And that's right. That's what happened yesterday. That's what we like about the uh, postseason, and that's what happened yesterday. In the uh, Brownstown or Regional, it was the number one overall seed there. Same thing. They take care of business over the seventh seed as CHBC, and this one was by the final of 4-1. to a one. Nobody scored in the first three innings, but uh, St. Anthony picked up uh, two in the bottom of the fourth. CHBC got one back there in the top of the fifth, but uh, St. Anthony picked up two more in uh, the uh, sixth there. As uh, Jansen, he gets the win on the mound for the Bulldogs. He goes six innings, only allowing four hits and one run and seven strikeouts 
as well. Offensively uh, for uh, St. A, they had uh, Repke have a home run and two RBIs. Uh, Jainson also drove in a run, and Haney drove in the other run there for St. Anthony. So uh, St. Anthony will await the winner of today's matchup uh, that we'll talk about coming up here in a little bit for Saturday's uh, regional championship uh, there. But St. Anthony taking care of business there in Brownstown. Mm-hmm. It was Neoga Regional. It was the seventh seed at Casey pulling off an upset over the two Oka Valley as Casey won this one eight to two. So we had a uh, eight over a two, and now we have a seven over a two yeah. in Neoga. So Casey pulling off the, the upset there. Which again, Casey baseball, softball, you can never count them out. Yeah, softball for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, a nice win there to advance yes. to the regional champion. They'll also await the winner of today's matchup uh, that we'll talk about a little bit later, and they'll await the winner of that on Saturday. Uh, the number one seed, Mount Pulaski, they ended Argenta's season as they won that one 12-1 in the Argenta Regional. In the Salt Fork Regional is the two seed, Decatur St. Teresa over Danville Schlarman 8-2. In a Class 2A in the Greenville Regional, we had an upset there. The 6 over the 2, it was the topless. When it's postseason time, the shoes always uh, turn it up a notch. And they got the winning pedigree. And they got the shutout over Flora yesterday. 3 to nothing there as all three runs for Tatopoulos came in in the 4th. And Flora was only able to scratch across one hit. On Gavin Gaddis, as he went all seven innings, only giving up that one hit and two walks and 11 strikeouts for Mr. Gaddis there. And, I mean, wouldn't choose. They had three runs, and they also had three hits as well. So, uh, Giddens also pitched a great game for the Wolves, uh, going all seven innings that he could as well uh, there in that one, only giving up those three hits and 14 strikeouts. Uh, for him, so wow. uh, nice pitchers duel. Yeah, absolutely there, uh, but it was Topless coming out on the winning side of things there. Uh, Seamer he drove in a, a couple runs, and Craig drove in the other run there for Topless. So uh, they move on, and they'll wait the winner of today's matchup uh, on Saturday. Uh, Roxana Regional's father McGivney uh, they uh, continue their winning ways. The only loss they suffered this year was to South Central, and they beat East Alton Wood River 13 to two yesterday. And the Piasaw Regional is the number one seed at Gillespie. They haven't lost yet, and they defeated Auburn five to one. Sullivan Regional is Carlinville over Pena 10 to nine. Quincy Notre Dame Regional is the number one seed of Quincy Notre Dame over Pleasant Plains, 9-1. And it was Pittsfield, the five over the four, Warrens were Latham, 8-2. And in the tri- Downs Tri-Valley Regional, it was uh, Tremont defeating the seventh seed of Clinton, 6-2-0. And in the uh, Carmine White County Regional, uh, those two games were postponed until today, actually, at the uh, same times as Anna Jonesboro, Scrafians, uh, Fairfield, and the three-seed Mount Carmel take on the five-seed Carmine White County there, both again at 4 and 6 o'clock today. In a softball, we had one regular season matchup there. It was Charleston defeat only 9-1 to one in Class 1A. Altamont Regional is the two-seed Edwards County over the nine-seed at St. Elmo Brownstown, 17-2. South Central Regional is the number one seed South Central defeating Weber 10-zip. to zip. And it was the fourth seed at Grayville defeating Wayne City 
18-8 there. Hudsonville Regional is the two-seed and wins his two straws over the eight-seed Hudsonville, 8-6. to six, And it was the three-seed Cumberland over the seven-seed Oblong, 13-5. So it'll be wins his two straws versus Cumberland for the Hudsonville Regional Championship on Friday. And it'll be South Central versus Grayville for the Regional Championship as well. In Class 2A in the Roxana Regional is Breeze Modern Day over Roxana 11-1. And it was the three-seed Columbia over the six-seed Piasol 3-0. In the Greenville Regional is the five-seed Staunton over the three-seed Gillespie. So a five over a three there. Five to four was the final. Teutopolis Regional was the number one seed there, St. Anthony, and they defeated Pena 10 to nothing. And it was the seven seed Teutopolis over the four, Westville 3 to one. So it'll be Teutopolis versus St. Anthony in the regional championship. A little cross creek battle for our regional title there in Teutopolis. So get a matchup coming there in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moreau Forsyth Regional is the number one seed Tolona Unity over Arthur 4-2 and it was Moreau Forsyth over Warrensville Latham 9-2 and the Tri-City Regional is the five seed Carlinville over the four seed of Buffalo Tri-City 7-5 there yesterday and in local sports so for uh, today in uh, baseball we got a two uh, from the Apollo it's Bloomington at Muhammad and Charleston is added to Danville in postseason play today in the Class 1 Brownstown Regional. It's the 4-seed Altamont against the 5-seed at Brownstown St. Elmo of 4-30. Neoga Regional is the 3-seed Neoga against the 5-seed Cumberland of 4-30 as well. Argenta Regional, 4-Champagne St. Thomas Moore against the 7-seed Sarah Gordo, also at 4-30. And the Salt Fork Regional is the 3-seed Salt Fork against the 5-seed Villa Grove. Also at 4.30. Class 2A Newton Regional in the number one seed Newton up against uh, Marshall, the eighth seed at 4 o'clock. And the four seed Lawrenceville against the seven seed Paris at 6 o'clock. Greenville Regional is the three seed Salem taking on the five seed at Greenville at 4.30. This will match up with Topless in the regional championship. Roxana Regional, the four Breeze Modern Day against the eight Roxana at 4.30. Piasol Regional, 4-seed Piasol against the 5-seed New Berlin at 4.30. Sullivan Regional, the 3, Shelbyville against the 7, Sullivan at 4.30. And uh, that Carmine White County Regional that's being made up today. And in softball, it's Taylorville at Urbana. And uh, the Altamont Regional had to be pushed back a day due to the uh, weather there. It's the 3-seed Altamont against the 5-seed Clay City at uh, 4.30. And we got the uh, Girls State Track Meet. Up in Charleston at EIU, the preliminary rounds up there as well. So a busy day the next four days for uh, Charleston and the estate track meet for girls track and field as well. So uh, any athletes that uh, make an impact there will be sure to uh, tell mm-hmm. you about it uh, on tomorrow's pod. podcast. Yeah, yep. say tomorrow's show, but no, we don't have one. It's a podcast. Yep. Uh, but uh, we'll keep you up to date uh, with that. Also on the website, fmradio.com, one of the uh, local sports tab mm-hmm. uh, there. So uh, we got to step away, and we'll be back to talk about the uh, NBA playoffs from uh, last night. Uh, game number one of the Eastern Conference Finals goes with the Miami Heat, and we'll talk about it coming up next here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. 
This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires taking lives and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. If you think dangerous blood clots can't happen to you, think again. Up to 900,000 men, women, and children are affected by blood clots each year, and about 100,000 die from them. Blood clots don't discriminate. You or a loved one could be at risk right now. The good news is blood clots can be prevented. Knowing the risks and symptoms are key. Major risks for blood clots include a family or personal history of blood clots, a recent hospitalization or surgery, pregnancy and cancer and its treatments. Symptoms of a blood clot in the legs or arms can include pain, swelling, and skin that is warm to the touch, red or discolored. Symptoms of blood clots in the lungs include difficulty breathing, chest pain that worsens with a deep breath, or a cough, coughing up blood, and a faster than normal or irregular heartbeat. Speak with a doctor about your risk for blood clots and seek medical attention if you have any symptoms. On average, one person in the United States dies of a blood clot every six minutes. Don't let that be you or someone you know. Stop the clot. Spread the word. Learn more at stoptheclot.org slash spread the word. Made deals just keep springing up at Rule King. Assorted Bonnie veggie and herb plants are still only two for seven dollars. Plus, stock up on shock and keep that water clean. Four packs of liquid pool coordinator at just $16.99. And keep your machinery running strong with AG20 hydraulic fluid. Sale priced at just $32.99 for five gallons. Snag these deals and more at RuralKing.com or your neighborhood RuralKing. America's farm and home store. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. And now, this outpouring of love for Tom Brady is what we are beginning with today. Everyone showering this man with love and goatness. How about it? The starting lineup. Almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowls has been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget that so a couple Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... You can't the blame him for the referee stuff. You can't blame referee. him, but he benefited from it. Okay, everyone gets a call. They benefited from it last night as well. Which which rule? Which, which one of those penalties? Whenever the Chiefs are holding... That was so ticky-tacky. Come on. It's a Super Bowl. Let him play. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. The Cardinals will be missing one of their starting outfielders for nearly two weeks. The team placed Dylan Carlson on the 10-day injured list yesterday. Carlson sprained his left ankle during the Cardinals game against the Red Sox on Sunday. The 24-year-old is hitting at 230 with two home runs and 12 RBIs. To replace Carlson on the interim, the Cardinals called up Oscar Mercado, who was hitting 278 with two homers and 12 RBIs at Triple A Memphis. The White Sox will be not one of their young starting pitchers for the rest of the season. The team announced yesterday that Davis Martin had Tommy John surgery on his injured elbow earlier this month. Martin had a solid rookie season in 2022, going 3-6 and six with a 43 ERA and 14 appearances and 9 starts. He began this year at AAA, but he was considered the next man up if anyone on the White Sox rotation missed, missed time. In better Southsiders news, manager Pedro Griffo told reporters yesterday that closer Liam Hendricks 
could return to the club next week. Chicago Fire FC gave up a pair of second-half goals during a 2-1 loss to Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium. And Chicago now will fall to 13th place in the Eastern Conference with three wins, five draws, and four losses for 14 points. They host Atlanta on Saturday. WNBA regular season tips off tomorrow night. Travis, the Fever, begin the year by hosting the Connecticut Senate game. Indiana is coming off a season in which it finished last in the league standings with 5-31. and 31. The Fever then selected Leah Boston of South Carolina with the first pick in this year's draft. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, sports in our hits and didn't even realize that the uh, WNBA was coming back. What do you think, over under 10 wins for the Fever this year? Ten and a half. Mm, had five yeah. last year. I'll go over. All right, you have you have faith in them. Yeah. Don't know why, but <laughs> I got faith. You can go the over. Who's gonna Who's okay. gonna end up with more wins? Them or the sky who replaces their start entire starting five who left? Ooh. Yeah, I don't have a lot of hope for the sky. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, so uh, last night in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, uh, game number one, as it was Miami taking out on the road as Boston goes ice cold there in the uh, second half. And I thought that they had it in the bag, but nope, they uh, turned turn it off. And then I turned it back, and all of a sudden the game was tied. And the Heat eventually won 123-116 as Jimmy Buckets goes for a 35. But also what he did defensively against Jason Tatum as Jason Tatum didn't even attempt a shot in the fourth quarter. He did have 30 points, but didn't even attempt a shot in mm. the fourth quarter thanks to Jimmy Butler's defense there last night. And the Heat got it done. Yeah, he like you said got it done, and uh, Boston just, 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 just it, they didn't look good. They didn't look good specifically in that final quarter, Travis. Yeah, in the first half they only had five turnovers. In the uh, second half they ended up with ten turnovers there in the uh, just the second half uh, alone. So it was a complete night and day uh, difference between the first and second half. Forty six points in the third quarter for the Heat. Mm, yeah. Are we finally going to put some respect on Jimmy Butler in this heat? I mean, maybe. Like I said, best playoff player to never win a ring is Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he's definitely up there. Uh, how he performs in the postseason and, you know, pretty much everybody that played it hit double figures. Mm-hmm. And, again, you know, I heard this morning. Six players with double figures. This morning on whoever was filling in for Greeny, but – uh, it was Canty and Carlin. That's right? right. I think so. Kyle Lowry, 15 points off the bench. Everyone wrote him off, said he's done. <laughs> yeah. He comes through with 15 points. Um, you know, 20 for Bam, 35 for Butler. Strauss had 15. Yeah. Vincent had 15. Kevin Love gave you eight points. The shell mm -hmm. of Kevin Love. <laughs> yeah, all he's out there for is outlet passes. Yeah. But he's 34-year-old Kevin Love. Yeah. Still doing things. 16 minutes. <laughs> but you know who didn't get in, Travis? Uh, you don't have. I know he's got to get in a game. Didn't didn't get in. It wasn't it wasn't that much of a blowout. They get a uh, fine time. No. Nope. Uh, but him. you know, Jason Tatum, 30 points for Boston. Uh, Brown had 22, uh, 19 for Brogdon off the bench. But it's kind of like we talked about with the Heat and or the the Lakers and the Nuggets. 
you know, the the Lakers got 40 from AD and a triple-double from LeBron, and it wasn't enough. If you're Boston, you got 30 from Tatum, you got 22 from Brown, and it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're going back to the drawing board this morning. Right, and, I mean, you know what you get with uh, Robert Williams, the third. He's more there for defense, yep. and so is uh, Marcus Smart as well. So you're not really expecting – uh, a lot of those, and talk about the shell of Kevin Love, the shell of Al Horford yeah. uh, as well. So I, they basically cancel each other out. They do. 36-year-old at Al Horford. Age, age-wise, uh, at least. Uh, I know uh, Horford did spot up and make his 1-3 there in the corner. Drafted in the with the third pick of 07, Travis. This is his 15th year in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he seems way older. I know. Than that, uh, even so. They, I was going to say, think about this, Travis. He went from Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. He was there, you know, until 2016. While, yeah. Then to Boston for three years. Then he was bad enough in Boston that they traded him to the 76ers. He was mm-hmm. there for a season. Then the 76ers traded him to OKC. That's how bad he was. And this is OKC mm. when they were bad, not OKC almost making the West. Mm. I didn't even realize that he, uh, that he yeah. was there. And then he went back to the Celtics. The Thunder. Hmm. I don't know how long he was with the, the Thunder, but the fact that he got traded to the Thunder yeah, probably tells not. you what the 76ers thought of him at that time. Yeah. Hmm. I knew he did go spend a little bit of time in Philly, but – I forgot all about that time in yep. uh, OKC. I'm yep. sure he'd like to forget it as well. I'm sure he would. <laughs> so uh, the Heat take game one. We'll see what happens in the game two on Friday. But uh, game number two for the Western Conference Finals, the uh, Nuggets-Lakers this evening as Nuggets. They took a game one, as we mentioned, thanks to Jokic's triple-double. And others as Murray also had 30-plus points. And Denver favored by six points in this one uh, tonight with L.A. So uh, we'll see if A.D. can have another 40-point performance, if LeBron and Reeves step up as well. Um, so uh, we'll see We'll see what happens mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah. And Denver could potentially go up 2-0. And, again, depending on how this game goes, Travis, you can't use the – altitude as an excuse tonight because you've been there you practiced i don't want to hear it lebron you just don't have as good of a team yeah i I don't want to hear that uh either about the altitude i mean that's what they used after game one i know i don't want to hear it again yeah you just didn't get it done yeah all right so we'll uh, we'll see. And Two one and a half guys in Murray and Jokic beat AD and LeBron, mm-hmm. and that team, which yeah. again that team is AD and LeBron, and Austin Reeves occasionally, yeah, and Dennis Schroeder every once in a while. Yeah, uh, that Reeves. Lakers team is not that good. Reeves could get paid. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. In the offseason. Someone else who's going to get paid, Travis, that we'll talk about uh, in the pod, possibly. We'll talk about it more. Mm. Okay. Yep. So uh, we'll explore uh, that. And uh, so we'll we'll uh, step away and uh, we'll uh, come back and uh, we'll hit up on that uh, PJ Championship that is uh, going on right now. Uh, real quick, Al Horford was part of the trade with uh, Boston from OKC to Boston that sent Kemba Walker. Back to uh, OKC. Kimba. Kimba. Hmm. 
and draft picks, of course, because that's what you know. Yeah, because that's what they do. Yes. <laughs> the the uh, then in December of last year, he signed a contract extension with Boston, so he's going to be in Boston for a little bit longer. Mm. Just uh, a little bit longer, eh? Yep. Yep. Um, Through twenty twenty five, Travis. Yeah, so two more years. Two more years. He'll be thirty eight. Still, still going out still there. Going. Yeah, I know LeBron's battling out there. for the boards. I know LeBron's up there too, but eh, not as quite as. Hey, he's made like at least really two hundred forty-three million dollars in his NBA career. Mm. I'll well, take there's that. that. Take that. There's that. There's for m- averaging more than nine me. points and six rebounds a game. Hmm. It seems pretty good. It seems pretty, yeah. Pretty, uh, I'll take pretty that. solid career. Yep. And no <laughs> titles. Yeah, that is the, the one stickler for me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any rings. No rings. He'll never be a Hall of Famer Yet. if he doesn't have rings. Yet. Celtics only drop game one. Yep. So uh, His nickname we'll is The Godfather, forward. by the way. Ooh, nice. Hmm. Didn't know that either. Nope. Finding out a lot of things about I know. Uh, Al Horford uh, than I intended. That's today. all. That's all I got now. Mm, all you got. That's all I got. I'm done with Al uh, Horford news. All right, last ten little bit of trivia, uh, tidbits on <laughs> Al Horford there. All right, so like I said, we'll be back to uh, close out the show, talking a little golf, a little PJ Championship to uh, close out the show. Coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. And Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's perfect. Allison, wait. Are you texting and driving? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up, ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. And now, this is like Christmas morning. Everybody has a chance. It is opening day. Baseball is back. We've waited since the last out was made in that World Series, and it's finally here. There's a reason why I haven't talked yet. and I think opening day is overrated. The starting lineup. 
Oh boy. I enjoy the final day of the season more than opening day. Oh. And I'm not saying it's not an exciting day, but there's 162 more games ahead of us. But like this is the first one. This is first one back after months. It's just a great day for baseball to be back. Sorry, I, I don't feel the same way. I don't know what it's else unbelievable. You want me to say. Here on the, one of the most exciting days in sports, and it's overrated. To me, it this is. This has got to be a joke. No. Right? No. We're getting punked. On 98.9 The Game. Start a lineup here on 98.9. We're just stay a little a bit longer. Uh, still clean up some more stuff uh, from uh, Major League Baseball scores from last night. Also, some uh, NASCAR pick uh, as well coming at you in uh, the uh, podcast. But uh, right now, let's uh, close out the show uh, talking a little bit about some uh, golf as the uh, PGA Championship uh, going on uh, this weekend in uh, New York at Oak Hill Country Club uh, there. As I mentioned in uh, the Open, as they had an hour and a half delay or so uh, due to uh, frost this morning out there in uh, New York and some uh, cold uh, temperatures there. Uh, we got uh, some uh, three-way tie there at the uh, top at a three-under. Uh, Hinga, he had a, a good uh, opening around. He's kind of went back a little bit, but he's still up there at the top of the leaderboard at a three-under. And Keegan Bradley also up there as well. He's just starting his day. He's three-under through five uh, right now. So a uh, good start for there. Uh, Scotty Scheffler already out on the uh, course as well. He's one-under. And he's through a 10. Colin Morikawa also uh, one under as well. Victor Hovland, Cam Smith at one under. Uh, Jordan Spieth at even par. And Brooks Kepka is at even par as well. And uh, he's through 10. John Rahm also even through a 7 right now. Bryson DeChambeau. That's right. Uh, uh, DeChambeau is here this week. And he's even through 5 as well. And I talked about the uh, body transformation that uh, he had from what he was. You remember how big he was uh, there. Uh, in 2020, he gained 50 pounds by drinking six to eight protein shakes a day and consuming 6,000 calories. And he became the longest driver on PJ Tour. Uh, but he felt like crap, and now he dropped the weight by eliminating sugar, alcohol, grains, and a dairy, a.k.a. fun. Uh, and he looks great now. This is what he looks like. Completely different. Yeah, totally different. So, um, but he's even par through uh, through five. And again, holding their breath, Travis, is the PGA. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Mm. But uh, we'll see after uh, Brooks Kepka got a good start for Masters, and then he said he choked, and he's back to redeem himself uh, there. And Roy McIlroy, what's happening with you? Three over through nine. Yeah, he was supposed to turn it around in this one. Remember, he quit talking. He didn't want to talk about Liv. No. He was focusing on his game, Travis. This is a course that his wife, I believe, is and him are members of. They're members of this course. And you're three over. And you're three over. Mm. 
Jeez. It's not good. <laughs> no, after missing missing the cut at the Masters, you would think that he needs a good showing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood still yet to uh, tee off. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama as well still yet to tee off. Those will uh, tee off at, eh, I'm assuming these are Eastern times, so 1.15 uh, our time. Tony Finau as well. Max Homa, uh, they are at 2.20 or 1.26 uh, today. Xander Shafley's at 1.37. Uh, Phil Mickelson at two, uh, 148, and Ricky Fowler there, and Patrick Cantlay in that same uh, grouping there with uh, the lefty. And anybody else later in the day, uh, significant Taylor Gooch at 210, uh, Justin Rose at uh, 221. Uh, that's uh, pretty much Billy Horschel. 221 as well. Mm-hmm. And then the later in the uh, day, later rounds there, Dustin Johnson at uh, 137 in that same group with uh, Xander Shoffley as well. Uh, Adam Scott in that same group with uh, Max Homa and Tony Finau as well. Cam Young there with uh, Tommy Fleetwood and Deki Matsuyama. There are some featured groups there for you. Still yet to uh, tee off mm-hmm. at the uh, PGA Championship, the uh, second major of the year for the uh, PGA Tour. And um, three under is the score to be right now. Yep. And Roy McElroy, three, three over. over. Yeah. Well, have fun Thursday, Friday, Rory. <laughs> Your weekend's free. Could potentially be. You yeah. could turn it around here, but... He's got a little bit of work to do. Uh, Justin Thomas, of course, the uh, defending champion. He's yep. a one under uh, right now through nine as we stand uh, there today. So uh, PJ Championship uh, going on uh, this weekend. And, uh, again, programming a note that we won't have a, a trusher show to tomorrow. So mm-hmm. uh, check us out in the pod and uh, check us out in the pod for more MLB scores and yep. a NASCAR pick them yep. and a couple other things we got cooking. Yep. Uh, this day in sports history, I'll tell you about an NBA player who's going to get paid on the pod. And also we're going to look at the WNBA because something happened, Travis, that I did not know with the WNBA. And we'll talk about that. But before we get out of here, Travis, uh-huh. the number of the day is 100. 100. 100. Why is it? As of today, we are 100 days away from the start of the college football season. Ooh. 100 days. There you go. I definitely perked my ears up for that. I figured I did. Yeah, so uh, that's The countdown can officially begin. We're at double digits tomorrow. Ooh, nice. So that's definitely something to look forward to. Uh, Coming up next here on ESPN Radio is another thing to look forward to, and that is uh, Fitz and Harry. Coming up next, and we'll talk to you in the pod, and we'll talk to you in the pod tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Welcome into the pod. Overtime of the uh, starting lineup. 
Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here with you, and we got a lot to cover here in the uh, pod. Still got stuff to uh, clean up from uh, Major League Baseball. Talk about the uh, Stanley Cup uh, playoffs, Mm -hmm. Eastern Conference Finals Game 1 tonight. We also got a loaded show with this date in sports history, uh, NBA talk, and NASCAR pick'em. As well in WNBA talk. WNBA talk yes. as well. So and the announcement retirement of a legend. A legend. A legend is retirement. Yes. Hmm. Okay. I'll tell you about that coming up in a little bit. Coming up, uh, first before you get to any of that, is there anything on sports center? Yes, the Milwaukee Bucks are interested in a college coach. Travis, ESPN reports that Milwaukee interviewed University of Houston's Kelvin Sampson for the team's head coaching position. Sampson is the first known high-profile college coach to meet with the Bucks about the job. He spent six seasons in the NBA as an assistant coach, including three with the Bucks. Good fit, Travis? I know you don't like the idea. No. Yeah. You can't like do anything illegal in recruiting. That's true. That's true. Uh, Major League Baseball is suspending another pitcher for violating the rules regarding foreign substances. The league announced on Wednesday that Yankees right-hander Domingo uh, Herman was fined and suspended 10 games as he was ejected in the fourth inning of Tuesday's win over the Blue Jays after the umpire found his hand to be, quote, extremely shiny and extremely sticky. He becomes the second pitcher suspended for sticky stuff this season after Max Scherzer was disciplined last month. Hmm. The Dodgers are losing a member of their rotation for at least a month. Los Angeles manager Dave Roberts said right-hander Dustin May suffered a flexor pronator strain and will be sidelined for at least one month. May exited after the first inning of Wednesday's win over the Twins after dealing with some right elbow pain. 25-year-old pitcher has started nine games this season with a 4-1 record and a 2.63 ERA. He underwent, underwent reconstructive elbow surgery back in May of 2021. One of the most coveted college basketball players in the nation is back in the transfer portal. Former North Carolina star guard Caleb Love has decommitted from Michigan and reopened his offseason recruitment. Love had committed to the Wolverines on April 7th, following three seasons with the Tar Heels. The six foot four playmaker averaged 16.7 points, 3.7 rebounds, 2.8 assists per game last season. CBS Sports reports that a return to North Carolina is, quote, not on the table, end quote. Love will be a senior next season and has two years of eligibility remaining. All right, yeah, what does it say about you, though, that you transfer out and then the place that you were going to transfer to, you're leaving, already decommitting? Well, it makes me wonder, Travis, you think Jawan Howard is going up for an NBA job? I don't know, maybe. 76ers? <laughs> you can't beat Illinois, but you get a head coaching job in the association? Let's be honest, Travis, all head coaching in the NBA is the name. I guess so. They don't coach anything, as we saw from the past four coach of the years getting all fired. <laughs> Coaching is not a job in the NBA. Yeah. It's just a status. New York and New Jersey are celebrating that the FIFA 2026 World Cup is coming their way. Governor Murphy and Eric Adams, along with special guests, will be in Times Square this morning revealing plans to promote the games. Murphy and Adams say they want as many games as possible to be played at MetLife Stadium, but they particularly want the last game. They both anticipate a major boost for the economy. So... World Cup coming to New York and New Jersey, Travis. Hmm. Be a fan of that. Sure. In some sad news, WWE Hall of Famer Billy the Superstar Graham is dead at the age of 79. TMZ reports that Graham was taken off life support on Wednesday with his wife and daughter by his side. He'd been in an Arizona hospital for weeks battling various health issues, including heart failure and a skull infection. He initially rose to fame in the American Wrestling Association and went on to mentor the likes of Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Jesse Ventura, and Scott Steiner. Tributes are all... 
already pouring in from other wrestling stars, including Ric Flair, who posted a touching tribute thanking Graham for influencing his own career. Mm-hmm. Yep, superstar. The man of the hour, the man with the power, too sweet to be sour. Superstar Billy Graham. Mm-hmm. Yep, RIP. Yep, yep. And finally, Travis, we talked about an NBA player who's going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Former league MVP will be on the free agent market this summer as James Harden reportedly plans to opt out of the final year of his contract with the Philadelphia 76ers to test free agency this offseason. Harden was slated to make $35.6 million if he chose to exercise the option. NBA insider Chris Haynes reports that the 33-year-old is seeking a four-year deal. Harden averaged 21 points and a league-high 10.7 assists per game this past season. Now, Sixers general manager Daryl Morley said on Wednesday the team is quote-unquote interested in bringing Harden back. Travis, hmm. if you're James Harden, you going back to Philly or are you uh, going to take your talents elsewhere? Maybe to South Beach. I guess you'd take your talents elsewhere. I mean, considering the upheaval and you know everything that's changing there with the 76ers, mm-hmm. and if I'm Joel Embiid and James Harden leaves, what does that mean for me? Right. What's the future of Joel Embiid with the 76ers? Yeah. Because he, he'd be the last guy standing. Mm-hmm. I guess Tobias Harris would still be there. but <laughs> Yeah, there, there's not a lot left. No. Not I heard rumors, standing. Travis, that Mr. Harden mm-hmm. is interested in Phoenix. Mm, Him and Durant. Uh, how that's going to work. I, mean, I don't know. With Booker and Chris Paul. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one basketball on the court, guys. <laughs> right. Now, I think you can have to switch Booker Harden to forward. Uh-huh. Go to mm. Denver, James Harden. Jokic needs some help. <laughs> mm. There you go. He'd help He'd help your assist numbers. Yeah. He would. So, that's what I say. Take go, away to De- go to Denver. This... But James yeah. Harden would never go to Denver. It's not a fancy, sexy enough town for him. So, there's your sports center. Like Houston is. Hey, that was money. That was all money. I mean, maybe they have good nightlife, but. Mm -hmm. No. So, that is sports center. Um, I did want to bring up talking about a legend as uh, Rafa Nadal, Travis, has pulled out of the French Open. He announced today that he's pulling out of the French Open because of a lingering hip issue that has sidelined him since January. And he also expects 2024 will be the final season of his tennis career. Mm. So we already had Federer call it a career. Now Nadal saying that next year will be his last year as well. He's expecting mm. it to be his last year. So the owner of mm. a record 14 championships at the Clay Court Grand Slam Tournament will miss it for the first time since he debuted there back in 2005. Uh, Nadal, who turns 37 next month, delivered the news of his withdrawal and future plans during a news conference at his tennis academy in Manacor, Spain. He says he does not want to set a date for his return to the tennis tour, but expects it to take months. Mm. So I think that kind of tells you everything you need to know that uh, this is going to be the end of uh, the career of Nadal. So that leaves Jokic as like the last guy standing from this era of tennis. And unfortunately, if you're tennis, there's no one, there's no big name young tennis star out there that's going to captivate everyone. We've already talked about on the women's side. Once the Williams left, there's kind of nobody there. And then you have the number two player saying, I'm retiring because I'm going to go start a family. And 
Mm-hmm. They still haven't recovered. Now on the men's side, you're losing all of your name players Star that people sure. tune in for. Like I said, there's Jokic, and it's going to have to be Jokic. Mm-hmm. But not a good time to be yeah. in tennis right now. No. Yeah, so it's uh, unfortunate there that all yep. the stars are leaving. I did hear the first part of that he was uh, withdrawing from the mm-hmm. French Open, but I didn't uh, – hear about that last part but um someone else who is not going to be at the french open uh nick uh cargios cargios i think is his name forced to miss the french open due to a foot injury that he sustained during the theft of one of his cars oh police said the wimbledon finalist's mother was held up at gunpoint main first by a suspect in australia near his home and his tesla was stolen his agent said the player injured himself during the quote high adrenaline rush of everything unquote that happened during the robbery so hmm. uh nick is known for kind of his uh outlandish behavior on the court he's kind of yelled at people sometimes and hmm. stuff like that so um hmm. but yeah uh, the man ended up being arrested soon after the robbery odd and he ended up assisting the police by using an app on his phone to locate the car hmm. so there you go hmm. interesting an odd injury to pull out mm-hmm, from, mm-hmm. circumstances-wise. Yep. It's his second uh, major he's missed this year. He missed the Australian Open in January hmm. because of a knee injury. So, hmm. there you go. That's your tennis update for the day. All right. Appreciate uh, that. And uh, let's uh, clean up some stuff from MLB uh, from yesterday. As it was the uh, matchups of all matchups yesterday, it was Rich Hill versus Miguel Cabrera in Ooh. the Pirates A and the Tigers game. As uh, they had a little play there that I'm seeing highlights of of a race to the bag of a 40 year old. Oh boy! Uh, there, uh, apparently they had faced each other a few times before that, but on June 15, 2005, they faced off against each other, and they faced off yesterday. <laughs> Uh, and the Tigers only got one hit in the game, so uh, Pirates ended up winning eight to nothing. Uh, Dodgers is seven to three over the uh, Twins. It was the Rockies all over the Reds, eleven to six, and they did that in a two inning span. Uh, the uh, Giants they beat the Phillies a seven and two a four a three run eighth inning and got it done for a San Fran. The Royals uh, they uh, beat the uh, Padres a four to three. Baltimore, as uh, the Angels drop to uh, 500 with the Orioles 3 to 1 win. It's the Marlins 4 to 3 over the uh, Nationals. Uh, Jose Soler going deep for the second straight game. Uh, the Blue Jays, uh, they walked it off in uh, 10 innings, and that was a 3 to nothing final there as Danny Jansen hit that three run homer in the 10th. The Red Sox, they uh, beat the Mariners 12-3. The Mets also walked it off against the Rays 8-7. And uh, thanks to uh, Pete Alonzo's uh, three-run homer in the uh, 10th, gives the Mets the win. The Braves is 6-5 over the uh, Rangers. It was a uh, late-inning home run there for the Braves to get the win. And it was the White Sox over the Guardians 7-2 from yesterday. Only a few games uh, going on today. Before we move on from yesterday's action, I did want to point out, because I didn't earlier when we were talking about the Cubs, uh, Matt Mervis hit his first career home run. Ooh, so big, nice. Big guy that the Cubs are hoping to have a lot of uh, investment in getting his first home run at the big league level. So, 
And also I wanted to save this one uh, for a last because something happened before the game. Uh, it was the Diamondbacks beating the A's 5-3. to three, But uh, Zach Gallian joins the club with Randy Johnson. Oh, yeah, he killed the bird. Killed the bird. His was on a curveball. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. Something like that. And the 2,000 people there in, in Oakland were impressed, too, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Let's look at the uh, the attendance of that one. I know Monday's was about 2,000. It's 9%. Uh, yeah. ESPN lists at 4,000. Oh, so it went up. That's good. 9%. Uh, uh, how pathetic. But... Uh, games going on today. Uh, the Angels in Baltimore are already going. Uh, the Yankee or the Mets and Rays will begin here shortly. Uh, so will the Nationals and the Marlins uh, coming up here. The White Sox still in cease for Chicago. Uh, New York finishes up in uh, Toronto. There, Jose Barrios and Nestor Cortez, the two probable pitchers. For the Yankees and the Blue Jays, and of course the Dodgers and Cardinals tonight that we've already discussed. So let's look at today's action. Uh, tonight, uh, the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs finally get back going after we've had a couple of days off here. Uh, the Panthers are at Carolina tonight, at 7 o'clock, TNT Game 1, Eastern Conference Finals. Who's going to the Stanley Cup Finals, Carolina or Florida? Florida trying to keep this run going. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, South Florida sports have had the past year or so, and Panthers trying to pull off another upset to get there. But I'm cheering for Carolina in this one. No, go Panthers. You've gone this far. Just go all the way. No. So I can't have my crack, and I'm a Panther fan now. This. Let's go Carolina. And I don't really care who plays them in the uh, Stanley Cup if it's Dallas or Vegas. Just go Carolina in this one. Go Carolina. Nope. Mm. I think Philadelphia is enemy number one for me, but a close second uh, is South Florida and South Florida sports. I mean, I'm not a fan of it. It's not like I'm cheering for them every year, but I love everyone saying, Travis, Oh, hockey, hockey, cold weather, cold, cold weather. That's where you play hockey. Look at the final four teams. Oh, yeah. They're all south of Illinois. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Vegas technically south? I think it's right on the line, but it's it's close. But still, I, I you don't really equate Vegas with cold. No. Mm-mm. So. At night in the desert it is, just outside of the city of Vegas, but... Yeah, it's not a cold weather. It's not Canada. It's not Michigan. No. It's not the Northeast. It's not Minnesota. No. no. And that's where we're going to have an NHL finals in either Nevada, Florida, the Carolinas, or Texas. Yep. Just where you think a uh, hockey hotbed would be. However, to be fair, Travis, again, it's expanded teams. I mean, minus Dallas. Mm-hmm. These are all. I don't know about when the Panthers came around, but yeah, you know, I Carolina know. I know came around in in the nineties, mm-hmm. and Vegas is just a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's good for the sport that kind of these new teams are getting in the finals. Yeah, 
newer teams newer. as opposed to, you know, Boston and Newish. Montreal. New blood. And... Yeah, not the original six. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know it's not gonna be the Maple Leafs. No. Big disappointment. I mean they can win a a, a game. They can win a first round the series. The Toronto though, I guess. Maple Leafs, the St. Louis Cardinals of the NHL. Ooh, no, no, yes. no, no. no. <laughs> It's got to be a better comparison than that. They haven't won a Stanley Cup since the 60s. We've at least won in the 80s, and we've won two this in the 2000s, 2010s. So I'm saying within the last 10 years, Travis. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Get to the playoffs almost every year. Can't get past that first round. Mm. No. It's not quite that that dire there to be put in that category. But maybe a couple more years, then we can talk. Then we can talk. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, let's get to the uh, WNBA. Okay, so. Something uh, that you didn't know about. Something I didn't know about, Travis. Again, as we talked about, WNBA season starts tomorrow. And um, I didn't know that. Didn't know that. I know, right? There you go. There's your thing you didn't know. The New York Liberty, Travis, mm-hmm. have created a super team. Did you know about this? Uh, no. I did not know this. So they drafted Sabrina Nescu. Mm-hmm. She's getting ready to start her second year, basically, because she got injured three games into her rookie season. So mm-hmm. this is kind of her second year. Okay? Mm-hmm. This offseason, they went out and signed Courtney Vandersloot, who is a former WNBA champ with the Chicago Sky, was drafted third overall in 2011 by the Sky. So, obviously, good career there. Mm-hmm. Been around for a while. Um, yeah. has the, the championship pedigree, okay? Mm-hmm. They also added John Quell Jones, drafted sixth overall in 2016 by the Sparks. She's the 2021 league MVP and a four-time All-Star. Mm. So that's a pretty good player, right, yeah. to, to add MVP. to your team with um, Sabrina Inescu. And then they also signed Brianna Stewart, you know, the 2018 MVP, the conference championship MVP, four-time All-Star, two-time uh champion yeah wow that is a team that's stacked that is a stacked super team mm-hmm. and no one's talking about because it it's the WNBA, and it's mm. it's a shame kind of because this is a really good basketball team just pure yeah. basketball yeah they definitely have the hardware to so prove it i am going to be watching for the new york liberty and see if it transfers to the court hmm Right. It should, based off of, you know. On paper. On paper, what we're seeing. But I want to see if it transfers uh, to the court. The other team um, that kind of also has um, a, a decent team, and that is the uh, the Liberty. Or the Aces, I'm sorry. The Aces. Now, they're, all, they're in the news for all the wrong reasons, obviously, right now. But um, they... Signed. I'm trying to get it to load up here. Uh, it's not wanting to load for me. Um, where'd you go? I lost it. Um, Candace Parker. That's where she went from Chicago. Hmm. So she's now out with the Aces, who just won the championship last year. Hmm. So, yeah, I'd say uh, the Ace making a lot of news. Yeah, again, elsewhere. for all the wrong reasons. 
<laughs> but hopefully we shall see. So there you go. I just wanted to spotlight the WNBA real quick. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, super team. Yep. WNBA. Alrighty. That's it. All right. So we got this day in sports history and yes. the NASCAR. Uh, so uh, let's do this day in sports history. Okay. On this date, Travis, back in 2000, it says 2009, but that's wrong. I believe it's 19. Well, no, 2009. The Clippers won the first overall pick in the 2009 NBA Draft Lottery. This was the Clippers' first lottery pick win since 1998 NBA Draft, where they selected Michael Olowokandi the first <laughs> overall pick. Michael Olowokandi. Good pick. Who did they get in the 2009 draft? Um, is it Blake Griffin? Oh, probably. Probably. Yep, Blake Griffin. Six-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA team selection, and still going with yep, the still Celtics. Going. Still playing. I don't think he played any last night. but No. No. Yeah. On this day, you mentioned him earlier, Travis. On this day back in 2004, Randy Johnson became the oldest pitcher to throw a perfect game at the age of 40. So, hmm. uh, 1997, on this day, Wayne Gretzky scored the 10th playoff hat trick of his career, an NHL record, in the New York Rangers 5-4 win at Philly in Game 2 of the Eastern Conference semifinals. And on this day back in 2021, the Tigers' Spencer Turnbull threw the first no-hitter of his MLB career, beating the Mariners in Seattle 5 to nothing. struck out 9 on his way to the first Tigers no-hitter since 2011. It was back in 2021 we had all those uh, no-hitters, and I don't think we've had any since. Mm-hmm. Major League Baseball did not like all those no-hitters. Yeah, we it, seems like we've had, it seems like we've had – it's been a while since we've had one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they were coming pretty fast and furious pretty, there. Yeah, it, it was kind of almost like, okay, we're going to have another no-hitter today. Like, it mm-hmm. was – but now it's – let me see. I'm looking it up. Um, so, 2021, let's see. We had one in 2022. It was the Mets. It was a combined no-hitter. Reed Detmers for the Angels pitched one in 2022 yeah. against the Rays. A combined one for the Astros. Another combined one for the Astros. But we haven't had one since November 2nd, 2022. Last regular season one was June twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. That one in November was in the uh, World Series, hmm. which is pretty uh, that's cool. Right, yeah. Yep. So it's been a while since we had a no hitter. Yeah. Dodgers have had the most no hitters all time. That's right. We did have that one in the World Series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Dodgers have also been the most no hit. Mm-hmm. Nope, check that. Phillies. Phillies have been no hit 21 times as a team. Oh, Phillies. Most recently in the World Series. So, mm. there you go. That's your uh, This Day in Sports History. All right. Very well. Very well. All right. So, a NASCAR, and it's uh, the All Star game. Yes. All Star race. race in uh, North Wilkesboro. They've already done some racing there this week. Dale Jr. was on the track yesterday. Um, as part of the Cars Tour, uh, Brad Keselowski was in that race, as well as Kevin Harvick, also uh, in that race as well. So a lot of uh, the NASCAR coming out all week long, NASCAR faithful, NASCAR fans. Um, they're having races at North Wilkesboro all week, except for today. Today is the one-break day. And then tomorrow, the All-Star festivities kick off. Travis, they're having the Pit Crew Challenge. 
tomorrow night uh, where the pit crews will be going yeah. at it and the winning pit crew gets to that's how they're setting the order for the heat races based off of how well your pit crew does in the mm. challenge which i think is cool let the pit yeah. crew kind of have a, a say in this so right yeah it actually like means something yep so that'll be tomorrow night and then saturday in the afternoon is the truck race um trucks have ran there twice in their history in 95 and 96 so it's been a while and then uh saturday night will be the uh um the heat races and then on sunday will be the all-star race starting with the all-star open sunday so uh, it'll be interesting. I heard some reports from people saying that the track is coming apart, <laughs> which is not great. But when you haven't raced on it since 1997, you're expecting a little bit of issues. Mm-hmm. But Travis, I heard a great comparison. That's the best comparison I have heard for this event. If you are a NASCAR fan, Travis, this is our field of dreams. This is a track that in 97 lost not one but two races and was left empty and abandoned since 97. Hmm. And it is in the middle of nowhere. Like, there's nothing around it. You just come up over a hill and here's this track. Hmm. And that is where NASCAR is going. It's kind of like, like I said, it's a field of dreams moment of... This track should not be here. This should not be happening. This, Like I said, this track was left to decay for years, and it did decay. I've seen videos from inside the track when it was at its worst. And to see that it's going to be packed this weekend with race fans, and to see that it's the Cup Series who's coming. I mean, it'd be one thing if the trucks raced a race there. Mm-hmm. But not only is it the Cup Series, it's the all-star race that's going to be there. Yeah. That's huge. Hmm. That's huge. Yeah, that is a nice comparison there yeah. of uh, Field of Dreams. Yeah. And and just the fact it's it's in the middle of nowhere, kind of like the Field of Dreams. It was just in a cornfield. Kind of in the middle of a cornfield, yep. yeah. Yep. So I'm looking forward to this. I hope it puts on a good show. Um, yeah, like I said, it was abandoned for years. It was just left to rot and just, just sit there. And they had no interest in, in having a race there. And community support, kind of a groundswell from the NASCAR fans. And most importantly, Dale Earnhardt Jr. made it come back. Dale Jr. is the one who really pushed this. So when you get Dale Jr. behind something in NASCAR, it's probably going to happen. Yeah. So he started getting support for it, and it just kept snowballing. Yeah, it does look like a lot of, like, just forests around. Yeah. The only thing that used to be North Wilkesboro also used to be the home of Lowe's when Lowe's first started, the home improvement store. Really? Um, but then they moved their headquarters as well. So there's not there's not a whole lot there. Um, it's just hmm. kind of a a town hmm. in in North Carolina that's just kind of I got a population Travis of four thousand people. Wow. So it's it's not really not really that big at not all. Not really that big. No. That was uh, 4,000 people in the, the census, the 2020 census. So hmm. not a lot there, but they like their racing. And so the fact that this is coming back is is really cool. And it's really a really interesting thing. And I hope it, it ha- puts on a good show. And I hope that it, you know, gets 
people to come out, you know. That's the worst thing that can happen is if they do this and all of this and no one shows up. Yeah. But they have no – they've already told people if you're coming, the race, I think, starts – the first race on Sundays at 530, they're telling people get there at 6 a.m. Because <laughs> wow. there's just very limited parking. There's very limited space. This is This is a hot ticket for the NASCAR fans. To say that you were there when it came back to an NASCAR race. And who knows? Uh, this may be the only one. There may not be another one. Mm-hmm. This may just be a moment in time. Because a big reason why this is happening is the state of North Carolina, um, during kind of the COVID interim, uh, in, in their budget, they had budgeted out, I think it's $50 million for racing to improve race facilities in North Carolina. So... A part of that went here. A part of it went to a track in Rockingham, North Carolina. A part of it went to Charlotte to help their track. Like, hmm. because they know how important NASCAR is to the North Carolina, you know, state. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it has sat. It was closed after 96, and it has sat empty. They, they'd have a race or two there. Um, but that's, that's, that's about it. it. And so it's really cool that it's it's back. Hmm. Yeah. So very good. Yep. So uh we shall see what happens. Uh the in twenty ten, by the way, Travis, in case you were wondering, they had the Labor Day Classic two hundred, which was a, a a small race that happened at the track. Oh Labor Day Classic. The Labor Day Classic two hundred, you know who won it? No. Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. Who is going to be at this all-star race. So he's one of the few who has raced and won on this track. Hmm. So there you go. Ryan Blaney also raced here as well. Did, did at least one race here. Hmm. Finished sixth. Sterling Marlin was in a race here. Eric Darnell, Jeff Bodine. So they've had some stuff, but it, it was really 2019. They did, um, got it set up for iRacing. And that's what got this all started is they had to clean it up to do the scans for iRacing. And again, Dale Jr. was out on the track with a weed eater himself and cleaning up the track. And uh, the track owner was there, too. And they kind of started talking and it snowballed. So, all right. We got the, uh, the return to North Wilkesboro this weekend. Um, that's funny. Yeah, I know, right? A so, weed eater out there on the track. Yeah, can you imagine Dale Jr. out there? <laughs> <laughs> trying to clean it up. Yep. Yep. Trying to hard trying to work. work on it. Yep. <laughs> hard work out there. Uh-huh. By the way, the uh North Worksboro Speedway is um used as one of the inspirations for Thomasville Speedway in the Pixar movie Cars Three. So if you've ever seen yeah, Cars Three. I did, I did see that mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. searching here for pictures. Yep. I saw that. It was also featured in Travel Channel's Bizarre Food with Andrew Zimmerman. Hmm. So there you go. All right, cars. I I think I saw. I didn't see Cars Three. I, know I saw Cars Three because I have a kid. So yeah, I, I saw the original. Past winners here: Richard Petty won here 15 times. Daryl Waltrip, Dale Earnhardt, Terry Labonte, Jeff Gordon won the last race. Rusty Wallace. So a who's who of of winners. Who's who? Truck Series, like we said, Mike Bliss and Mark Martin. Two truck winners who won here. So, all right, Travis, 
You won last week with Denny Hamlin. Mm-hmm. So you get to pick this week. I get to pick this get week to pick for the All Star the All Star race. And, and remember, everyone's on the table. Everyone's on the table. Everyone's yep. up for grabs here. Uh, all right. So the uh, list I'm uh, looking at here, mm-hmm. I I'm gonna go with William Byron. I mean, that's he's been fast lately. He's coming off a win. At Darlington, um, his third of the year, most wins in the season thus far. And if you talk parallels, Travis, last driver to win a cup race there, Jeff Gordon, number 24, William Byron, Travis 24. Mm-hmm. Numerology tells you that that's a good number to pick. Um, I'm also going with the numbers, Travis. Mm-hmm. I'm going Joey Logano, and here's why. Joey Logano, the last three races on a new track or a new configuration, has won. He won the Clash last year. He won the first race at the Roval. And he won somewhere else recently that had changed kind of what it had done. So when you talk about new events, Joey Logano and his team have it figured out. So I'm going Joey Logano to win the All-Star race. Have it figured out. Have it figured out. So we will recap that on Monday. All right. Very good. Are you looking for tickets, Travis? Yeah. Are there any available? Uh, seems like there's some sections available. Okay. I'm trying to look at ones in my in my price range in your price here. price range, yeah. Um, I mean, the uh, cheapest ones are over here, kind of turn three, $299. Yep. I bet you those will be picked up soon. 399, close to the start finish line. So you're going to North Carolina, are you, this weekend? <laughs> Is that what you're doing? Uh, no. No, okay. No, just uh, just curious. Just curious. Like I said, I hope it's a good show. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Kevin Harvick will be in the 29 this weekend. Uh, his throwback, it's the last time he's going to race the number 29, and it looks like the car that he won uh, at Atlanta in his first cup win, the white uh, car when he took over for Dale Earnhardt and, and Bush, his sponsor, is going with their old school kind of logo. And then the other one I saw that I'm excited to see on the track is Eric Jones, Travis. He is going with the old school Petty blue with the orange stripe down the middle like that old petty look yeah so uh that's gonna be cool to see on that track as we said richard petty the winningest driver in the history of north wilkesboro so it's mm-hmm. cool that they're doing that so um be interesting to see a couple of the other um cars i'm sure some of the drivers will have throwback schemes of some sort even though throwback weekend was just last weekend but still i i i, I like throwing it back for this because it's a special event Midland and Chase Rice on a Friday night concert. There you go. Hey, what are we doing here? Let's go. <laughs> uh, I have other plans on uh, Friday, so. Right, he'll be done by I then. Don't, don't think, worry. Uh, we can make it. I don't it. think I'll be able to make it. We can make it. I mean, I I'll, know someone who has a plane, Travis. We can make gonna it. I was going to say, are we taking a boss's jet or yeah, something? Yeah, I know someone who can take us. Like, come on. Yeah. I don't think we're going to make that one. No. No. Nope. Sunday's a different story. Ooh, yeah, I don't know if we'll Sunday. be back Monday, 
But yeah, exactly. But we can make Sunday work. We can make Sunday. Maybe we'll go Saturday. Mm. Saturday would be the best day. We'll go see the trucks. You love the trucks. I do. Yeah. And we'll see the uh, the heat races. Mm-hmm. May not be as busy on Saturday as it is on Sunday. Yeah, I'd say probably it's gonna be busy on. Sunday. It's old school. I think there's maybe like three concession stands. That's it. Oh gosh. It's like they tried to keep some of the old mystique about it because mm. they did update things but they tried to keep it old school at the same time which i appreciate mm-hmm. especially since no one has seen it since 97 yeah so <laughs> it, it's kind of cool like for example i i know the scoreboard they have a big scoreboard and it just has like the top five drivers but it's kind of painted like winston cup like the winston cup logo which is really cool it's, it's nice touch yeah Keep it, keep it like that. Like that. Uh, so, I'm I'm gonna be tuning in. I'm probably mm. gonna watch all three days. I'm gonna be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, be watching all of it. So, mm. uh, I almost guarantee something from this weekend will be on my top three on Monday. Mm. Okay. So, uh, there you go. All right. So, that will do it for us here today. We'll be back for you tomorrow on the pod for sure. And uh, I'll uh, talk to you Monday because I won't be here tomorrow. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Peace out.